Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Welcome to episode 126, that is episode 1, 2 and 6. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. One second, one second. You guys had a podcast on Friday. So why is there? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Tim, because we're in Shanghai. You guys deserve two in three days because we love you with all our Ha, Tim Spears, how the devil are you, my soon-departed colleague? Yeah, those guys sounded pitch perfect, didn't they? Oh, top draw. I tell you what, literally, literally quietastic. Next stop, Carnegie Hall, right? Uh, wow. A couple of sing towels in them, I think, by were, that time. Were, were they on the floor when they were singing that? Uh, they, yeah. It sounded quite inebriated. It, it, yeah, I think they were absolutely smashed to pieces, to be fair. Red-faced, sweating, dripping, and that was just me. Trying to get interviews. You have been pitting a lot during this trip, I've yeah. got to say. Yeah, I have, yeah. But but last day, last day, final day. And we've got to do two, don't we, when we're here? Be rude yeah, not yeah. to. Well, yeah, well, well, we hoped to do three, but it never happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, minimum two. <laughs> Wi-Fi um, issues, Wi-Fi yeah, issues. Yeah, no, we wanted to do one uh, soon after we got here because there's been so much to discuss. But the first two days um, were over, over the summer. But, yeah, technology, the first two days were, were horrendous. A complete wipeout. So, anyway, we still managed to do two, which is what we've done every pre-season, I think. So. We, we um, like I was saying, we were saying this last night, weren't we? I mean, a quick beer after post-game. And uh, the first two days were a struggle, weren't they? Uh, more for you than me. Oh, really? Well, because you had no phone, your phone charger had died. Yeah. And you, uh, you couldn't well, get, you it couldn't, snapped. you couldn't get on the Wi-Fi. Your laptop's no. just not working at all. No. And I was having um, a tough time. I wanted to go home. And then you've had food issues as well. Yes. Um. So I think you've had it worse, worse than me. Um, Talking about food issues, been a steady morning for my bottom. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I think you've had. I think you've had something that might have disagreed with you earlier in the week. Yeah. I. I, I can't think what it might be. Would it be the the eyeball, the anus, the raw chicken you had to cook? I mean, uh, something's obviously giving you a dicky tummy, and now you can't really eat anything without it, without it putting a road through. You. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Never heard it like quite described like that before. But yes, very much so. Uh, look at what time is it? Sunday. What time is it now? It's about Ten four o'clock. Ten to four. I've had an enjoyable, enjoyable morning with you, actually. It's been really nice. We finally got to see a few of the sites do a bit of shopping. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. It's been um, it's been a mad week, as, as we've kind of alluded to. Not quite the jolly people um, think, a few people no, think. No, it never is on pre-season, because well, normally pre-season is full of, full of training and then mm. grabbing interviews with players and writing it all up and whatever. And but this week, we've had a little bit of training, two matches, but lots of travel, lots of events, lots of walking around, lots of trying to get to places... Which is obviously a bit of a struggle, and then before you know it, the day's gone, and we just haven't had any time to do any like proper sightseeing or stuff. So we've got this extra day today. Wolves have gone. Yeah, they've gone. gone. They're gone. Just me and you left, and um, yeah, went to U Gardens. Oh, U Gardens, was beautiful, that's it. and the old market, which was very, very nice. Got some bargains. Oh, some absolute bargains. I mean, I mean, a couple of the Wolves media lads went there yesterday and kind of uh, forewarned me with um, how to barter, etc. But got some absolutely stunning stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, how did that bartering go? Yeah. Uh, so, right, so so we're we're in this um, we're in this shop. Can I say what, or will you will you people be listening? Oh uh, no, they won't be listening. Uh, no, do, listening. do you know it doesn't matter? No, they, anyway, won't, they won't be listening. They won't be listening. Okay, well anyway, we're, we're, okay, you sure? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we're in a comb shop, and yeah. you get personalized Chinese combs yeah, yeah, and hairbrushes. Yeah, yeah. and um, and I wasn't interested at all in buying one. Um, Judah wanted uh, a, a number <laughs> um, for for friends and family back home, and um, it was quite expensive. Yeah. So I left him, and he was bartering with, for a price. And I, I was I was going to look around some other shops, and the last thing I heard Judah say was, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do this. Um, it's too expensive." I walked off. Um, expect him to follow soon after I went and bought a couple of bits and then came back walked walk back out into the street to find Judah being taken led to the cash machine by, by the serving woman literally what? taking me there literally walked me out of the store and took me about an eight minute walk to an ATM waited for me to get my cash and then walked me back into the store oh dear oh dear but, but, but very good although we've got to talk about it though Incredible what? scenes. What? So she's showing me how you can get names personalised on these on these on these oh, brushes. Yeah, this is unbelievable. This is, and you were there, so it's, it's, I'm not embellishing this whatsoever. No, no. I, I embellish a lot of things. This is not one of them. In fact, I've taken a picture off off the girl's phone, and um, so she's showing me how you can get them personalised. So the first thing she went to, um, never seen this person in my life. Um, never been to the shop in my yeah, life. So she goes to pick up her phone to kind of show you how the comb would look once yeah. it's been personalised with the writing. With the name. And I see the picture and I see the personalised name. And what does it say? I shit you not. Judah. J U D A H Judah. That Incredible. is. Incredible. Incredible. Like T- Tim or Nathan would be yeah. like, bloody hell, wow. Yeah. It's meant but to be. Judah, I mean, I looked at you, you looked at me. We didn't know, we, we couldn't do what to make of it. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Judah. So, so somebody very, very recently has obviously been yeah. to this comb shop and got a personalised Judah comb. Unbelievable. That's <laughs> one of the people you befriended this week, uh, looking little, to buy you a little present. Little did I know, I've been pickpocketed early and she got my bank card details <laughs> and saw me coming. Uh, but yeah, Amazing. that's incredible. Yeah, stunning. Um, what did you get then? You got a few nice little bits, bits and bobs. Uh, a few bits and bobs, but for people who'll be listening. So uh, oh, okay, nice little pre- presents for people back home. See, people don't listen to mine who I know, really. Don't listen to anything. I just um, think I talk a little gibberish. I made the mistake of um, calling my mate a bit of a, a bit pop. Oh right! For the Glastonbury thing a few weeks ago, the guy was sorting out a tent. I was like, "Oh, he's really, really posh. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's a diva demanding a posh tent." Mm. Uh, thinking he didn't listen, and then yeah. he did. Of course, <laughs> he listened to it. <laughs> listened to it every week, apparently. Oh, so. Fuming, yeah. hates it. Uh, so yeah, no, um, it's nice, nice to have some friends and family listening. Absolutely, and you got some AirPods as well. Yes, I did. Yes, oh, well, I, mean, I got a few as well. So yeah. okay, fine. Just, just the thirteen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped in customs. Um, what was, oh, you say about Glastonbury? I haven't asked you about how was your fist evil over the summer. Um, how was Drownload? Oh, I love that. I love seeing those pictures. So I went to two festivals in two weeks. I've only ever been to V Festival in my life because mm. it's so local. Oh, decent, that's decent go- v. gone now and it's crap. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's the it's the one festival you could probably stand, but it's gone now. It's terrible. Right. Uh, so anyway, I went to Download in Glastonbury within the space of two weeks. Where's, da- where's Download? Downloaded Donington Park, uh, right. Leicestershire, the old um, Formula One ground. Okay. It's on the Formula One side, so you right. cross the racetrack to get to different parts of it. Yeah. So that was one, and then Glastonbury, you couldn't get two more contrasting festivals. Download was grubby, Ugh. muddy. Wow. Um, goths and emos everywhere, and like, and like a bit like laddie, like laz, 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 and a bit like carnage. 
and yeah. expensive. Was it? Very expensive. You're not allowed to take booze into the arena where the bands play. Right. So you have to buy it. You have to queue up for 10, 15 minutes at a time and pay like £6 a pint at oh. least. Um, yeah. It, uh, the music was great and me and my mate Jay had a fantastic time. Who, was, who, who, who did you enjoy? What Tool, kind of... Tool were incredible. Oh, Tool. <laughs> I, t- I, t- I tell you what, I was, I, was, I was watching Spanner on the other stage, to be fair. <laughs> Tool were incredible. Yeah. They were amazing. As yeah. were Smashing Pumpkins and also uh, Slipknot. Slipknot. Guys with the masks, proper heavy metal. Cub Scout banter. Who I don't, I'm not really into, but they were incredible. Okay. On a great show. Anyway, that was that. And then, mm. Gla- but then Glastonbury. I've got to say, it changed my life. I had a life changing experience at Glastonbury. Did I just, you, I just you want may to, look to a beautiful woman and you had a child. I just want to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. I just want to live there full time. Glastonbury's amazing, eye opening, beautiful experience, absolutely wonderful. If you pay me five thousand pounds to go to Glastonbury next year, I would say no. You could do it though. I could not do it. You could do a TP. You could do the VIP stuff. No, I, I don't think, think you I could, could do it, man. I don't think You've I need just air got to embrace it. You've just got to embrace it. I need air it. conditioning. I want, I want, I want butlers. I want some, I want some hors d'oeuvres on the night. It was unbelievable, man. It's twenty-four hour party. How much is it? How Everybody's is it? so happy. It's it's two fifty quid. Two hundred fifty quid for five days. Jesus. But the great thing about Glastonbury is you can take your booze wherever you want. Right. So you can just so in the morning left our tents with like eight cans in a bag and just mm. walk around and drank them all day. Absolutely class. Right, okay. Aldi Cider. I was, I was golden. Oh. Um, so, honestly, absolutely brilliant. Saw some amazing bands. Chemical Brothers were, were just utterly stupendous. Uh, uh, idols, incredible. Pop Idol. The, uh, the streets, they were amazing. Amazing. Just, no everybody's just, everybody's just up for such a good time. Mm. Such happy, positive vibes. And so much stuff to see and do. It's, and then you like, just go with your, your straight face saying, there's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. <laughs> just honestly, I'd recommend it to anyone. It doesn't matter what music you're into. It's 24-hour party, dance music, metal, indie. Maybe we'll go rock, next year. Whatever you would hate it, but no. <laughs> we'll go next year. Well, we'll... You, what are you talking about going to Coachella? Coachella? Yeah, Coachella. My friend wants to go to Coachella. Um, I think I think I might do all right there. I think, you proper do, vi- I think you should do research first. Really, there's proper VVVIP tents, but they're like thousands of pounds. Right. But I'd be more. And Demi Lovato's headlining. Who's that? What? No, you can't get into my range of music. Who's he? De- oh, shut up. And um, who's the other bird? Who's the other bird? There's another bird as well. She's supposed to be Ariana Grande. She's doing it as well. She's headlining. Oh yeah. Heard her. I tell you what, we're going up the world's second tallest building in, in a few hours as well, aren't we? Well, we are if we ever get out of here. Well, yeah, yeah, we've got this, this, is, this is dragging already. Well, let's talk about it, Bebe. Uh, Asia Trophy champions. They came, they saw, they conquered. Manchester City, who the hell are you? Um, what, what a day, Tim. And look, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, not massively important, but for Fosun and the trophy and the tournament and the tour as a whole, what a fantastic success. Well, the, well I, I was showering yesterday morning and kind of thinking... <laughs> Saw it. That, um, Walked into you. Um, like a, a moral victory for Wolves would potentially be if Nuno's going to change the team up, which we thought he would, like a bit of a narrow defeat and a good performance and, and get out of it like that because what they wanted to avoid was a thrashing and an embarrassing defeat in front of um, Fosun and all the hierarchy. You know, Guo Guangchang was there yesterday as he was at the other game. In Fosun's backyard, you wanted to avoid that. And first 10, 20 minutes, we thought they weren't going to avoid mm. that because they were getting smashed all over the park. Yeah, um, Man City could have scored five or six if they'd, if they'd taken their chances, mm-hmm. including the penalty, of course. But they weathered the storm. Um, and after the... 
Can you turn your phone sorry, off? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Please. My bad. Um, I'm trying to record a professional <laughs> podcast here. Um, so they beat Newcastle in a very different manner, you know, with creativity, good movement, passing range, and clinical finishing. And then this was a different type of win, so it's backs to the wall, mm. a bit more about um, resilience, organisation, a very good defensive performance, um, attacking when they could, although there were limited opportunities, and seeing it through and winning on penalties, and um, uh, more strings to their bow, lots more minutes, you know, Bennett and Cody getting 90 again. Very telling, as we said on the video last night, about the substitutions. Made exactly the same subs at exactly the same time as the previous match, which kind of shows you who's kind of second in line to be getting uh, game time in the Europa mm -hmm. League. Likes of Dion Sanderson, who did very well. Taylor Perry um, did well and took a penalty. Niall Ennis. These are all guys are all next in line. So 100% uh, successful trip. It's gone as well as it could have for me, from a football point of view. Mm. Again, like I said in the video last night, I was worried about this week mm. with the conditions, the alien climate, the amount of stuff that the players and the staff have had to do this week and not much training. Yeah. I thought it's it's not it's Nuno's worst nightmare, but they've got through it. They've survived, as he said mm -hmm. last night, um, and got as much out of it as they could. And yeah. they're in better shape leaving than they were arriving for in sure. terms of physicality mm -hmm. and confidence. Yeah, yeah, very very good. Very good answer, Timothy. Um, I know you didn't want to do player ratings on the tour um, written, but I'm going to go through just the strongest team that played played both games. Maybe you just give them a, maybe a line and a number at the end of it. Um, because well, we normally not, do this. Well, I'm not doing player ratings. So. No, I know, but you can just give them a number, can't you, with what you've seen so far? Well, I'll just say something about them. That's fine. Okay. Wow, <laughs> goodness me! They don't listen to the podcast. It's fine. No, it's if not, they see it on a piece of paper, no, it's they're not, like it's frustrating. It's not all numbers, though, is it? Well, no, it's not. But just just for the peeps, they like they like a number. Give them a grade. Give them a number. Give anything. Uh, Rui Patricio. I mean, um, it's a shame it wasn't a competitive game last night because mm. that was that was arguably his best performance in a wool shirt. And it's a bit different for keepers um, in pre-season because they're used to standing around anyway, right? So it's not yeah, it's not like your outfield players where yeah. they've got to manage their. Um, Workload and fitness and whatnot. I thought he was outstanding. I thought he was, he was man of the match before the penalty shootout, to be honest. And you know, especially considering the kick to his beautiful face. Oh, poor, poor man. Well, yeah, he's, he's going to have a scar. Mm -hmm. uh, not much sympathy from Nuno, who said, "Well, that's just part of his job as a, goal, <laughs> as a goalkeeper. That's what that's what happens, mate." Um, uh, yeah, outstanding performance. Um, didn't have much to do on Wednesday, mm. so he's number one for season. That's for sure. Mm. Okay, eight. Eight, we'll say that. Okay. I'll give you numbers, you can give the, the explanations. Um, and, and let's go... Otto! Otto! Gianni Otto! Uh, I thought he was very good against Newcastle. Two assists, very sprightly performance, and then not so good last night. His touch was off, and um, yeah, he didn't really get heavily involved in the game. Mm. Seven, and it'll be interesting um, how Vinagra chases him this season, I think. Um, oh, Vinagra with... Baller. Oh, I mean, what a pirouette! Did, did the stepovers on Wednesday, which got everyone going, Wah! ah! And then the pirouette last night, which got everyone going, Wah! Oh, yeah, yeah. They bloody loved it. It was a great atmosphere last night, by the way. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. Nice stadium, decent facilities. Uh, preferred it to Nanjing. Uh, the, the Man City singing section, they were great. Yeah, very good. Like you said, transport them to Man City. City! 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 Uh, Adama Traore. Mm. Mm. Yeah, promising. Yeah, promising. Um, it's, yeah, we need to see him in a proper game against a, against a proper good left back and left winger up against. But um, like I said before, the two games he, he played last season, Burnley, Cardiff, he did well. I thought he's done well here. Um, times his bursts when necessary. A lovely little chip for Gibbs White, which is you know for that half chance that Gibbs White kind of scuffed. 
So, yeah, he's done well. Um, suspect defensively, of course, because that's just the way he's going to be. If he's going to yeah. play right wing back, he'll make mistakes. Gave away the penalty, didn't he? Yes, he did, yeah. Yeah, tough on that because you're trying to chase him back and a little tangle of legs. But he will make mistakes defensively. That's that's just the way it is. Mm. Uh, seven, uh, Cody. I think the back. I think the back three really are all quite similar for me. Okay, let's um, go, Cody, Bolly, Bennett. Yeah, I think so. I think they've all been pretty solid. Three, two clean sheets against decent opposition. Certainly last night, you can't argue with that at all. Bolly's been uh, exceptional at times, and 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 Bennett and Cody have showed what they can do as well. Um, all, all very, all very solid. Seven point five, Ruben Nevsh. I thought he was a little bit disappointing last night. He was, he was, he was better against Newcastle, but he struggled a little bit to exert his authority last night. Seven. Jean Moutinho. Um, very similar story. I thought he looked a bit off the pace last night and not 100% match sharp, which obviously you're not going to be at this point. So it uh, wasn't really the game for him. He was better against Newcastle as well. Five and a half. Uh, Leander Dendonka. Uh, good. Very good. I think this is a big season for him. I think he's going to do really well. Shame he blanked me for an interview last night because I wanted to ask him all about it. Nah. But never mind. Um, I think he's, he's been excellent in the two games. Good in the air, good getting forward and good defensively. Uh, eight out of ten. Am I sneaky bet for players player of the year this season? Um, Morgan Gibbs White. Good, very good. The other night scored his goal. Um, a nice couple of touches last night. Played a lovely little through ball for Traore. We want to see much more of that. He looks like he's bringing end product on. Very good. Uh, seven, In an unusual position, he's done well. Seven point five. Diogo Jota. Yeah, and and again, like uh, Neves and Martinez, he was excellent the other night, and slightly it was anonymous really last night. Mm. Didn't really get on the ball. 7.5 tough very yeah. tough for them to get up the field it was. and give me three kids who's who have impressed you this trip uh, well um, just three Dion Sanderson I mean he was in the thick of the action last night mm. and could have done better going forward but you know he's, he's a defender first and foremost is Sanderson but a lovely lad Wensfield lad been with the club 10 years already means the world to him absolutely buzzing to be on and I thought um, he offered a bit of a defensive mm. alternative yeah. in that right wing back slot and certainly could do a job in the Europa League qualifiers I think if, mm-hmm. if, if Doc isn't fit and Traore and you just want to kind of shut up shop and slow the game down a little bit and bring on more of a defensive player than Traore then he can do it um, very impressive Taylor Perry looks like a little player in the hole I'm not sure where he's going to fit into the Wolves formation but he looks pretty decent really pleased him to score his penalty as well and then you've got the three Ennis a couple of nice bursts in midweek and then the three centre mids all kind of came on got ten minutes each mm. which is hard to judge but I really like the look of um, Terry Taylor and Terry Taylor Hong Wan as well got great for him to be yeah. well, I don't think he was expecting to be involved at all even though he's from China but um, fantastic for him he's been interviewed more than any other player I think this is week. he um, but loving it his first time in China believe yeah. it or not Croydon lad and very well spoken, very nice, very mature, as they all are. Mm. Terry Taylor, yeah, they are. They're all, they've done really, they did really, great, really well. Yeah, yeah. great Shine. interview with um, Terry Taylor the day. He's a lovely lad, mm-hmm. very confident and mature. Ed Francis was the same. I was disappointed he didn't get on against his former club, but uh, yeah, they've all done really well, mate. Really well. A credit to the club on and off the field. Absolutely. Yeah, fan park was buzzing as well. Lots of Wolves fans there. They've done it really, really well this trip. Can't knock it. Um, and met Yang, the Wolves fan. Uh, I think I think Wolves actually interviewed him a couple of days ago. I interviewed him yesterday what a top man that should be online later on this afternoon hopefully but uh yeah just used to live in wolverhampton been here for 20 years knew everything about every single player every single relegation every single promotion top draw so it's great when you when you're speaking to a chinese fan who's who's literally just loving it loving them being here and it was quite funny as well (laughs) this this is classic so he wanted to get a picture because obviously he knows who we are and stuff at the end so his friend's got his mobile phone so he gets his mobile phone out and he's got, you know, you get the covers at the back of your phone. Yeah. So across the whole cover, and I mean the whole cover, a logo that you will know very, very well. 
Pornhub. Wow. Unbelievable. Incredible. Just on, the, just on the back of his phone. I like look at his phone and point. He's like goes in hysterics. This old guy about 50. And he's absolutely loving it. <laughs> absolutely superb. That's funny. Oh dear. Yeah, you could tell he's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right. So um, look, people are desperate, desperate for information. And then all of a sudden, like buses, two stories of, t- of some, some decent interest from Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, what's the situation? Who are the players? How far down the road are they, Mr. Tim Spears? Yeah, so things are starting to move on now, as as they have to, of course. Um, there is not a, not a huge amount of time left, and Wolves want to do some big deals in the next kind of couple of weeks. What are we on now? It's one, two, two and a half weeks to go. So it's not a huge amount of time. Uh, Patrick Kutrane. 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 Um, very impressive um, young Italian striker, 21 years old, six foot. Um, people have kind of um, taken the Michael out of his scoring record a bit last year. I think he kind of he only got two goals in the last few months of the season after starting with something like seven in sixteen. But we all know how hard it is for strikers to score goals in Serie A, and I would say I think he got something like sixteen in forty-two in his debut full season aged 19 that would have been or 18 yeah 19 so 16 and 42 in Serie A is not to be Mm. sniffed at at all I think he offers um, an alternative to Jimenez and Jota Uh, kind of asked asked about him and and how we we would fit in to his team he's sort of more of a classic number 9 very hard working that's the that's the overall theme uh, good in the air mm-hmm. um, and a decent finisher with 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 pretty decent technical ability. So he's he's something a little bit different to Jimenez and Jota. Um, Milan need the money; they want to bring a couple of players in. Um, he's got a cap for Italy and um, played all the way through the the youth ranks from Italy under 15s all the way up to under 21s with a decent scoring record. And will come at a fairly decent price. Um, Reports in Italy kind of suggesting early 20s is what Milan wanted. I gather it's, it's, it's quite a lot less than that, um, perhaps with add-ons added on. But it'll be, it'll be a permanent fee if they can get him in. And they're confident they can get the deal done. Do you think, um, I mean, a few people saying that he's rejected a move or he's not interested in a move to Wolves. I mean, from, from what, what you understand so far, there's an offer on the table, is there? From what I understand, they're, they're, still, they're confident of buying him. And if, if, if he's got to leave Milan, then... He's not going to be able to potentially get to one of the massive, massive clubs. So he needs to be needs to be loaning his sights a little bit. And Wolves would offer him a great opportunity in lots of football this season. So do you think that's the type of player? I mean, we look at you know obviously he's young, hungry, still you know kind of sort of well, unproven, but with an Italy cap. Well, is, that, is that the type of player? Yeah, well, he's a fully Ita- a full Italian international. So mm-hmm. you're not just buying a player with, with with potential here. Yeah, you've got to accept the fact that Jimenez and Jota are a, a fantastic front two, one of the best front twos in Europe this side of Christmas. They were phenomenal for three or four months. Are you really going to buy a first-team player to dislodge one of those mm. two? Upset the balance, upset one of those two guys who've been so good for you and have the potential to get even better? I think you're looking at someone to come in off the bench to compete. And this guy kind of fits that profile for me. you know. And to play probably on a Thursday or, or one of them. Yeah, you, you probably so, get yeah. a start. Yeah, and we, you know, we spoke about Diogo Costa, Diogo Costa in the last podcast. Another reason why that just wouldn't happen. Mm. People, people buzzing off that saying, yeah, get Costa in. 
what so put Jimenez on the bench yeah you know one of the best players of last season if not the best mm. so you've got to appreciate the fact that Jota and, and Jimenez are as good a front two as, as the majority in the Premier League really mm. for me and, and, and across Europe so that's your front two you need someone to come in and help out lighten the load and um, who's obviously with a very decent pedigree yeah but you've got to accept you've got to lower your sights a little bit you're not going to get a seasoned first team expensive first team player or play up front because you've mm. already got two you've already got two there so that was that that, that obviously um, got the blood pumping and then all of a sudden zoom uh, it doesn't matter anymore because Diaz and uh, would be was the main man. It went absolutely crazy for it. The fans absolutely loved it. And um, this was some hot information, big exclusive. Uh, what can you tell us about that? So it's all it's all in the early stages at the moment. I think we're kind of at the inquiry slash initial discussions stage. But if this was going to be an immediate knockback, then it would be dead in the water already, and it'd be all over. So I think they'd know because obviously George Mendes is his agent. Wolves have got very close links to Benfica. If if this was a if this was a complete no go, no, we're not selling to Wolves. Then then it, it just wouldn't even it wouldn't, it, they wouldn't even approach it, and it and wouldn't have reached the, the public the public domain at all. So, yeah, um, they've obviously I think I think reading between the lines, I think they've heard some positive noises from Benfica that this could be on. And if you look at his pedigree, he would be um, a real coup for the club. You know, I think I think we're talking kind of Neves levels here. Um, Certainly, when you look at the clubs he's been linked with, Man United and Arsenal, we both need centre halves. Man United obviously have been chasing Harry Maguire for a year. This was touted as the alternative if they didn't get him. Arsenal this, uh, again touted as a replacement for Lauren Koscielny. And then in come Wolves, and um, Wolves can offer guaranteed first team football every week. Yeah, I would suggest. Well, certainly, and um, lots of port- be home from home with all the Portuguese players in the squad. You know, four guys were out there in the mm. nation in the Nations League where he played ninety minutes well, in, in both that's games. That's a huge thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and the, and the Portuguese manager and the agent, who's obviously got such a huge influence inside Wolves, George Mendes. Yeah. So, if he can pull this one off, um, it would be one of the most spectacular signings in Wolves' history. I mean, he's that good. I yeah, mean, he, he's, he's been around two years. At the end of his first year, he won Young Player of the Year in Portugal. At the end of his second year, he's forced. He's now first choice centre half for Portugal. Played eleven caps already. Uh, help them win the Nations League and is very much the real deal from what I can tell what, so it would be a fantastic signing what kind of fee are we looking at then well, because it's, it's been touted 40, 50 million or does it, does, well, is, it not, is it not so much the fee these days the fee's kind of irrelevant I think in a lot of these these cases well if, 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 if they want to buy him tomorrow then they can pay 57 million which is his release clause but there's absolutely no way that they want to pay that and no. I really don't think they would do no so Mendes economy comes into play a little bit here you know if um if Wolves can get him a bit cheaper than perhaps they would normally, then down the line they may do Benfica a little favour. You know, this we've seen this before. I think we yeah. saw this with Johnny Castorotto, who's never, yeah. never going to come to Wolves last January, and then all of a sudden Atletico Madrid need a bit of money, and yeah. lo and behold, there he is. Sure. So it's sort of the unspoken truth, really. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. There's no way they want to spend more than fifty million, but I, I, it'd be, it wouldn't be fair for me to say, really. Mm. But we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. He was delighted to uh, to read that on his timeline last night. Ryan Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he'll be expecting it. He was expecting it last year, yeah. and he'll be expecting it this year. He, I mean, look, if they, they, they need to bring in a centre half, well, full stop. And, and, but then in the Europa League, the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, oh, these course. guys will be getting. Lots I was going to say minutes, they're so. going to get loads. They're going to get loads of minutes. Um, centre centre half doesn't mean to say that you're going to be bombed out. It's not like a Courtney Hall situation where he's just hardly going to play in two seasons. You know that you know four centre backs into three. Um, people have got to have a rest. I think he'll get plenty of minutes. He's proved himself worthy of. Of at least a place in this squad. Yeah. My goodness me, yeah, he had yeah. a gr- he had a great season last mm-hmm. year, particularly in the first half of the season. 
He's, he's had two good games out here. Yeah, he's he's here to stay. Um, yeah. And I think he probably expects that he won't be first choice this summer because they're after a centre half. He must have thought this last season, the season no, before, no, but, though, no, that he's probably going to lose his place, and he hasn't. But so fair these play. guys, if Wolves going to be a top six Premier League club, then they get, then a lot of these guys can't expect to still be in the first team. You know, if, uh, when they move on and progress towards the Champions League, so. Yeah. Um, everybody's done very well out, out of Wolves. The players that are, the players that have come in, it's been a great ride, and they know it's not going to last forever. Um, but we'll see injuries, loss of form. Mm. You know, there's, there's going to be chances for everyone this year. Absolutely, in a um, small squad. Should we take some questions from the peeps before yes. we preview the big game on Thursday night? Uh, Joe at WWFC. Joe um, says, and Andrew Fielding says, "Have you guys enjoyed China, or how have you enjoyed China outside the football-related stuff? Will you come back?" You're having a Twitter spat this morning? Uh, just someone said because I said I said Wolves boys up there, so I had to. Uh, I just replied. You said to what? I did a picture with all the all the guys last night. Yeah. And said I said oh Wolves boys up there. Yeah. And someone took a, took umbrage to it because it was boys and not because there were girls up there, and I was like oh goodness oh, me. Piss off. I know. Who said that? Ridiculous. Embarrassing. Who said that? Some tit. I don't know. No idea. Oh, don't be a douche, says Judah. Yeah. I'm just catching up. But someone just tweeted me saying what's this Twitter spat? Oh dear. Ugh, embarrassing. Kept on going on and on and on and on. Sean Christopher. I don't know. Was that his name? He no, was. Like he was out here this week. Yeah. I think because I didn't put Telford Wolves in, and when I put all the flags in, I didn't mention them. So oh, got, come on, everybody! Come on, guys! Don't come be so on! Precious. Stop being prissy. Um, so, what do you reckon? What have you have you enjoyed it? Would you come back? I am only ready to go from a fatigue point of view, yes. probably because yes. um, I don't think we've quite got over the jet lag. <laughs> We're a lot of late nights. I've been up till three pretty much every I mean, night. It's not. It's not because not because we're going to be out boozing. Like we just had to work and then get the stuff out. So sometimes two, three, four in the morning, and that's just what it is, isn't it? So if we if we'd got back yeah. onto a normal normal time zone, yeah. like a holiday or whatever, we'd have been fine, I think. Yeah, we haven't slept a huge amount. It is the heat. The heat is sapping. Mm. Yeah. Just mm. you walk outside and it just yeah, it yeah, just it kills you. Smacks you in the face. Like mm. so, from a, like a fatigue point of view, I'm looking forward to a bit of English fresh air and, and my own bed again. But yeah. as far as the city goes, like I'm not ready to go. There's no. lots more I want to see, um, and kind of in, uh, kind of live it really rather than just visit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely come back. Definitely, definitely, and it's my first time in Asia, and I'd like to see a lot more of it. Yeah, now. for sure. No, I think it's an absolutely superb city. Uh, Michael says, uh, "How far along the line is the Ruben Diaz story? No one else seems to have picked up on it. Suggests nothing is imminent or agreed." Ugh, sorry, excuse me. Um, yeah, no, kind of as discussed. Really, it's it's, it's early stages. So mm-hmm. um, early stages. Um... When do you and the squad fly back, Tim, says Dan Vincent. The squad flew back this morning. The squad is that have right? gone and we go on Monday morning. That's just basically Nuno wanted to make sure it's the, the minimal amount of upset in, in time and jet lag for them because obviously no, but they've, absolutely not, they've played a game. There's absolutely no point in them staying any longer. Let's, no. let's, just, let's just get them home. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Um, they're, not, they're not on a holiday. Um, David Stafford, will young Sanderson break into the first team this season? Uh, I can see him getting minutes. I can see him... Um, I think he's above Oscar Burr Rasmussen in the pecking order now. You know, he's certainly um, a bit of a forgotten man at the moment. So, you look at Doc being out injured at the moment. You look at Traore, we'll see how that experiment works. And then he's, he's next in line. So, I think he'll get minutes this year. Polka, taking into account our struggle against the lesser, in inverted commas, teams last season, can you see Vinagra and Traore taking the wing-back roles when playing such teams next season in an effort to open them up, keeping Johnny and Doherty for the tougher games? I think so. I mean, it worked. That's what he did against Cardiff last year, and it worked so well. Uh, they both had great games that day. He's got to try different approaches this year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see part of his thinking in the Europa League because 
those teams will sit back and we know what happens against teams who tended to sit back and stop Wolves playing last year so we'll get a little flavour I think of what he's got up his sleeve for this season in the coming weeks David Sutton since Tim and Simon Rickards are both have Wolves related books out is Nathan going to produce one based on his daily Wolves tour diaries I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to be launching a book in the next few next few months and it's going to be a pop-up book um, and, and, and a bath time book for three for ages three and below um, but no no um no no plan no plans at the moment but uh, you know never say never um, no, never. Ne- <laughs> you absolute douche. <laughs> TC Mustafa Uga um, from Turkey. Oh yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> says, who's, who's at kebab underscore aga says, is it like is it more likely we'll get Catron or Diaz? Well, that's a tough one. Both. I like it. That's a, that's the only answer that I wanted from you. Phil at Wolfie Magic. What's happening with Rafa Mir? Assume not in the China squad due to under-21 finals, but what's next for yeah, him? Yeah, long holiday, as you say, under-21 Euros with Spain, which they won. And I would suspect a low move for him next year. Rob Cartwright. Uh, will they parade the trophy before Crusaders? Uh, from, what, from what I gather, it's staying here in, in China for yeah. a bit, so no. Yeah, I think they're going to show it around and keep it for Fosun and, and then bring it back at a later date. Blake Haas, how much money would I have to donate to keep you two making podcasts of all the sports cast, sports podcasts I listen to? This is my favourite. Uh, about uh, 120 grand? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, good deal. 120 yeah. grand, Blake, and then, then you're in. Well, we'll, we'll start, we'll, let, let's talk. Um, da, da, da. Uh, Darren Treen or Darren Treen how long before Judas Broken Heart is repaired after you've moved on never oh, Andy Matthews are you leaving a leaving are you having a leaving party at Pop World I uh, am having a leaving party but it won't it certainly will not be at Pop World and, and you will not be broadcasting it either I'm pretty no, sure my, I'll, go, I'll go where I want on my leaving party I'll go somewhere where I enjoy and uh, so it won't be Pop World why do you not like Pop sorry, World sorry it's, it's just not my not my scene mate not my scene really yeah I'm not really into um Spice Girls and Taylor Swift. You've got no, you've just got no taste. <laughs> um, Wigfield. Wow, nothing wrong with Saturday night. Can you do the moves? Uh, is it like that? <laughs> wow, what's he using? <laughs> what he's doing now? It's embarrassing. Um, I'm just, I'm just scanning these. I haven't, I haven't looked at them properly yet. Okay. Um, Jez Massey in terms of trans activity uh, are you ever in the know but has to keep quiet about it um, only when sometimes only when things are very close this hasn't really happened recently but sometimes obviously the, obviously the club know in advance because when the player is signed and when it's announced on Twitter that what you see there has taken hours of work as in interviewing the player photo shoots fancy video now to launch on Twitter mm-hmm. so that's all that's all done in advance sometimes that's done in advance and never sees a light of day because yeah. the player doesn't sign yeah, yeah. and I know a few examples of that that's happened in the, in the past few years so uh, some, sometimes more so in the past not so much now Wolves would kind of say look Tim we're signing this player at 5 o'clock today mm-hmm. Here, here's, here's the quotes and pictures so then, so then we've got a story then to run yeah. under embargo when Wolves then announce it so that's that's the kind of time really, but otherwise, um, no. If I, if I've got information, then I, I can I can run with it. I don't have to check with the club that that I, ha- that I can run it. 
Lee Humphreys, uh, would you have been inclined to sub Patricio after his injury? Massive credit to him for not only staying on the pitch but putting in a man of the match performance. Yeah, I think if there was any, if there was any hint of concussion, then he would have been straight off there because what is uh, what is the point in risking him? You know, with a with a big European game next week. Obviously, it wasn't concussion; it was just a scar to his cheek. And brave, brave to play on. You know, it's almost a ten minute stoppage, and then like I said, to play so well, uh, very impressive. Andrew Willis, Brian Bakari, what does his future look like? So, uh, there's a reason he's not here. It's more to his visa issues as to why he's not here, which he's encountered in the past as well. He, he didn't go uh, pre-season last year either, which is a real shame because he would have got minutes here. You know, when um, when Jota and Gibbs-White departed after an hour in both games, he'd have been on. I'm absolutely certain of that. I think he's ahead of Niall Ennis in the pecking order, but he's not here. So, missed opportunity for him. And considering what he did at Coventry last season and all the momentum and confidence he got from that then it's a real pity. So I, I, the, the honest answer is I don't know. I don't know what Nuno's plans for him are, if he kind of slots back into the first team fold when he's back. We'll see. We'll see if he's in the squad on Thursday. Personally, I'd expect him to be in the squad because they haven't. if Jimenez isn't, then they need attacking alternatives on the bench and he offers one, a proven one at league level and as, uh, as promising as Niall Ennis and attacking midfielder Taylor Perry, which is what he is, are, um, Ian Bakar has done more in his career and done more with Nuno actually um, at the start of the championship season so hopefully he's involved in the Europa League squad on Thursday gets a chance and takes it because he's one of the most talented youngsters I've ever seen in my life and I know of seasoned experienced coaches who would say exactly the same that's how good he is Danny Ashton says Tim is the draw for the next round of the Europa on Monday and if so yes. who's in the hat well, uh, don't know yet no, well know. A, an awful lot of teams yes from so yeah it'll come out on Monday 1pm but they will be seeded wolves will they yes okay going forward and we shall not be we'll be in the air during the draw we'll be in the air we'll be in the air so we won't be able to tweet out unless there's Wi-Fi on the plane um, but that's all good but that takes us nicely on to Thursday night so it is confirmed it is Crusaders against Wolves at Molyneux first leg uh, how are things looking do you feel that they're going to go pretty much the same kind of team that, that played last night or do you think they might change it up a little bit in the first leg I think we'll see. I think we'll see last night's team. Yeah. Personally, I think the fact he started them in both games, and this week is all about preparing for next Thursday shows shows to me that 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 will be his team unless he switches in John Ruddy as his Europa League keeper, which must be he must have thought about it. Whether he does or not, I don't know. Other other clubs have done that. Arsenal did that last year. Petr Cech played Europa League, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what plans he's got because mm. he stuck with Ruddy all the way through the FA Cup last year. I hope he I doesn't. How, I don't know how he's going to do it this year. Maybe, maybe give him the Carabao in the FA Cup, and, and let's let's have Patricio. He's one of the world's best keepers. Let's keep him for the Premier League and Europa League. You know, you pay all that money, twenty five, twenty seven, whatever million pounds for him. Let's get him in the big games. Europe's a big game. I'd get him in for for the play him play him on the plastic pitch. You know, when 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 they win five 0 on the home leg. But you have got to play Patricio if he's your full strength side for me in Europe this season. I agree. I completely agree. What I would say is that they should coast through this tie. Mm. Um, and if he wants to give John Ruddy some minutes, then that's that's a perfect opportunity to do so. We'll see. We'll see what he does. I think he'll be keen to get Will Norris some minutes as well this year, and then maybe he'll have Will Norris as his Carabao Cup keeper. Mm. John Ruddy a bit of Europa League in the FA Cup. I mm. don't know. We'll see. That that's the only one that might be in his thinking. But other than that, I would have thought we'll see the the lineup from this week. Uh, so Crusaders, what do we know about them, Tim? Um, how how much of a threat are they? Um, should Wolves uh, demolish them with ease, or do you think it's a bit more tricky, tricky, tricky? Uh, I haven't had a huge amount of time to, to look into them this week, really. Obviously, it's only confirmed on Thursday night that they qualified, but 
Um, an impressive win to get through. De- decent scoreline against uh, B36. Finished fourth in the Northern Irish League last year. Um, not much of a European pedigree. You look at their results in recent years and they've tended to bow out uh, at the stage that they've just progressed from. Um, not won many matches over the years at all. And the teams that they have beaten are, are pretty um, Minnow-esque, I would mm. say. Uh, they got thumped by Fulham in 2011, 7-1 on aggregate. Um, and not really played any other kind of teams of note, really. So, well, they played Rosenberg, in fact, two years in a row. Lost 4-0 on aggregate one year and 9-3 on aggregate the next year. So you'd expect a, a hefty Wolves win. Um, they'll certainly be up for it. Um one of the biggest one of the biggest games if not the biggest game that a lot of their players will play in their careers so mm. that can't be underestimated and I think that Wolves will ideally take a three goal lead minimum mm. well, no, a, th- a three goal lead will be enough that, that, I think that will be the target a three goal lead to take to Northern Ireland I think the target will be five and completely rest the first team squad yeah that's something that's possibly an ideal world again but, but you've got to you've got to remember that the Europa League counts as part of pre-season and they've only mm. played two pre-season games and normally you'll play seven, maybe eight. Yeah, but the last so, thing you want to do is go down a plastic pitch in the heat of summer no, and no, play but the, a game. But they've got no other friendlies planned. But they can play behind closed doors, they can play all sorts it's now, not, don't not, they? Not, it's not the same though, is it? These, these, these two proper friendlies are the best two tests they've had. Mm. They need more of that and the Europa League is going to be counted as basically as, as glorified friendlies yeah. with the greatest of respect because, like I said, with the opposition... It shouldn't be too taxing, but it'll be a competitive game. Um, there'll be a few challenges knocking around, I'm sure. Full house atmosphere. Um, I don't know. Well, they've sold they sold twenty thousand as of what a week? No, five six days ago they sold twenty thousand before mm-hmm. they've gone on general sale. I'd ex- I'd expect near enough to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. And a good atmosphere in the sunshine. Is there any chance in the that early evening Wolverhampton sun? It's going to be yeah. a heat wave this week. When we I know it's going, be, it's going to be hot. Like I say, it'll probably be cold for us compared to these conditions. Um, can 30, you s- 36 degrees today here. Th- yes, 36, which is on Fahrenheit. Oh, I don't care. What? What? Times by 2 out of 30. Go on then. 102. No? Never oh. heard of that before? That's no. what you're supposed to do if you're an American. Just double, double it and add 30. I am an Englishman. Um, is there any chance of, of, of Nuno organising some, if they feel like they're still a little bit undercooked, some some quick friendlies? Uh, I've been told no. Um, okay. Because if, if they get if they progress through this round, as they should do, then it's bang, 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 week, week, week. Yeah. Every single week they've got a competitive match, so why would you need any friendlies other than that? Yeah, true. I mean, if the worst case scenario happened, which is not going to happen, they went out, then you maybe don't, don't yeah. have to. If they get, went out, if they went out, they'd arrange one, but, but yeah. they won't. No. Um, so, I mean, like I said, this is our preview. So, Tim Spears, it is Wolverhampton Wanderers against Crusaders. Can I have a score prediction, please? I'll say 4 1. 4 1. You're giving them a goal. You're giving them a goal. I'm going to say uh, Crusaders nil, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Six. Right. And I'm going to say a Morgan Gibbs White double. On okay. The night. Um, I think they'll run riot. I think they'll be a little bit scared, Crusaders. They'll give them too much respect. And I think, I know that Wolves don't like to, they're a counter attacking team. Sometimes they struggle to take the initiative. I think this is an excellent opportunity for all these players, full of confidence, to really put some goals in it and just get more new jumping. Nice. Do you think? Yeah, I oh, think I hope so. so, certainly. Yeah, fingers crossed. It should be good. Uh, right, that's it. That's it for me and you. We're going to go up the second tallest tower in the world. Um, and then we'll come back. We'll try and get this podcast up as soon as possible. Hopefully it's today, Sunday. Um, if you have any more um, problems, then it might be Monday. But hopefully it'll be Sunday night for you guys. Are we not doing emails? 
Oh, do we get some emails? Oh, well, thanks for telling me. We'll just, we'll just, <laughs> I thought you'd seen them. We'll you, 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 you get them as well. I haven't seen them, no. There's one here direct to you, Nathan Judah. No. Po- podcast question. Oh, go on then, quickly. Oh, you love it this, oh, aren't you? God. I was, I was doing my outro. I was, full, I was, I was in full flow, man. <laughs> I, cut me enjoy, off. I wasn't enjoying it. Because <laughs> no, it's quite a good one from Ben Stack, actually. Okay, go on, it's Stucky. Gents, I've wondered this for years, and I've decided to ask before it becomes irrelevant. Does one of you manage the other? Oh. And which of you is more senior? Oh. Do you ever get to lord it over the other one? Nothing too demeaning, but, you know, Tim, could you print me 50 copies of this? Nathan, could you make some phone calls for me? That kind of thing. Wow. Well, it's all yours. Me and Tim work in different departments. So Tim works for editorial, um, and he has a sports editor boss. I'm the digital sports editor, so I have a little small team around me, and they report to me from website, broadcasting point of view. So really, we've got got two different... um, um, hierarchies in the one in, in the same company but on a match day I think we just give as much as we can don't we do you know what I mean I think it's a little bit give and take I think um, we I got... direct you in the podcast you know you tell me when you're ready to film stuff so it just depends it's 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 very different I think I think a couple of years ago we sort of got into a routine as to how everything works and we sometimes have to direct yeah as you say like direct each other around but not order mm-hmm. um, I would never take orders from you <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's never going to change wow <laughs> um, and then he says something else which I can't really read out okay. I'm going to reply to your email Ben I'm okay. going to reply to your email and you see I read this you see I read this email uh, uh, don't, what, what are you doing over here? Reading, reading what you what you can't. Oh, it's, it's about my next job. Oh, right, okay. Uh, some what, other. Uh, kept secret in football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. Is that it? Okay, yeah. uh, okay. Thank you much, Ben, for coming. Um, yeah, just for coming, Ben. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll be doing a podcast after, directly after everything goes according to plan. The Crusaders game from Molyneux, I think, which will be um, to go out on Friday morning, which should be fun. Yes, because we're going to try and get as many as we can in between now and now and D Day. Bleed me dry. Whenever, whenever D Day is, and with that picture in your minds, um, we should love you and leave you, leave you from me, from Tim. Take care. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll see you on Thursday night. More, and you take care. Bye bye.